You're listening to The Silver Bear Show with your host, Wayward. Got a nice show lined up for you this month. Joining us is Tom Akami. He'll be providing the guest mix and a little interview later. But we're starting you off with this one. This is Sim, track entitled Hitachi.
So as we mentioned earlier in the show, we're joined this month by Tomokami. Not only releasing on Banoffee Pies, Tom also heads up his own label, Man Band. Quality releases from himself on there, and Elise and Strip Steve. We went and met him at his house in Hackney and had a little chat about his musical origins and what's coming up for the label. This is The Silver Bear Show, hosted by Waywards. If you'd like to start by just telling us a little bit about how you got into electronic music, um, how the journey started basically. Uh, so it started for me, uh, so when I was living in London uh, a few years ago, that's when I was first exposed to uh, electronic music, but more importantly like warehouse parties and like festivals and DIY parties and like more than music, like, yeah, the whole the whole scene that was behind it. And um, yeah, I got really into it, I was just partying a lot for years, but like, until quite recently I never considered... Uh, making my own or, or, or taking DJ a bit more seriously but I don't know it was just a really natural progression like after having moved to Berlin uh, and just being exposed to, to that even more and to like all these record stores and just like meeting more and more people who are actually making a living out of it I was, I was starting to think that maybe I could get more involved yeah it was just a really organic process. So you started kind of producing music how did you kind of make that step to kind of think oh I want to start a label own records on there was that kind of always your idea or, was uh, it, or? it wasn't the idea at first like when i was first producing i, I kind of wanted to release the music in general so yeah. at, at first I was, I was sending it out to friends who had labels or, or labels who i was interested in and i was getting positive feedbacks but no one would actually uh, put it out and so the original reason was just that I wanted to release some of my music. Yeah, yeah. But because it takes so much time to, 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 to do everything with a label, like the, it, it allowed me to, to think to, to think more about it. And then I started to realize that that actually I'd like to release other people's music, and that there was uh, I did have a directive line in my head and like a like a specific atmosphere that I would like to explore through my music and other people's music. The other thing is that it was, so this was obviously when I um, realized I wanted to switch from my old job to taking music uh, more seriously. And I, so I used to work in filmmaking and creatively in filmmaking, I found that I was very limited because you're not, uh, you're, you're very dependent on things that are out of your reach. So like the weather or people being really late or like budget, like all sorts of things that are completely out of your control. And then when I discovered making electronic music that's just you so that was like a creative freedom that i i really cherished like to, to just be like a one-man band basically to just like to like it's all up to you you can just yeah. go in the studio anytime you yeah. want for as long as you want and the outcome is completely depends on you it doesn't yeah. it doesn't depend on other people's work or other people's commitment so that's where the name of the label came from and that's what i really wanted to explore at first just yeah releases by people who just do music like, by themselves in music in general, that's that's what happens. Like if you're in the band and you have to you have to rehearse, like you're gonna have people being late or people who are in the fight or the, the, the drummers with his girlfriend. You know, there's yeah. 
it's always harder to actually get just a session going whereas if you're doing electronic music you, you just go sit in there and it's all up to you you just turn on the machine and that's it and that's yeah. and coming from filmmaking where you have to always wait and and just like think not creatively but technically about everything that was going wrong like that there was like it was such a relief it was great like to just be able to yeah, just do it whenever wherever you know in the studio or even just in the plane or whatever because I, I use some hardware but I also do like computer only sometimes like a mixture of both yeah yeah so it's just it's amazing to just to be able to express yourself like that just anytime you want yeah I think it's that feeling of just being able to have a laptop and then to be able mm. to just go anywhere and mm. just make music at any time. Yes, yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's yes, yeah, like, amazing. Yeah, exactly. And before that, for years, like just to get like a project going, it, it takes so long. You know, the yeah. budget, the props, the tickets. Like you have to, you have to organize so much, and you lose so much money all the time. Like the the money you would put in the short film. You know, if you put that, I don't know. If if you have a short film, can usually cost like 10, 20k or something. It's money that you're never going to see again. Like if you put that in the studio, you can buy stuff that can it's gonna last your whole life. You know, you can invest it more. There's a more like direct and independent way of, of creating electronic music that I just like got hooked on like, instantly. So that's also like where the kind of mantra for the, the label came from. Obviously, that's like a, a massive positive to making music and working on your own. And there any? Do you find any downsides to being kind of the only person in the, in the studio? Do you ever like yearn for a second pair of ears? To kind of um, not really. I mean, I do sometimes, but I do have loads of pairs of ears. Like I, that, I can you know, I've got lots of friends who do the same thing and who who are into electronic music, who who do you know, who can be involved in different genres or very specific subgenres. So there's lots of people with uh, interesting point of view who I can ask their opinion for and um, and obviously like really close friends will be like brutally honest about it so it can get a bit alienating sometimes to just spend a lot of like you know entire days in the studio and like being a bit um, yeah it's, it's hard to be like a bit objective on what you're doing but yeah if, if you're surrounded by people doing the same thing then you can have like a fresh opinion and even without that like a a good thing is to just turn off for a few days. Like sometimes when I've done a lot of music, I just put it aside for a week or two, and then I re-listen to it, and then I feel like I'm listening to someone else's music almost, so I can really make a uh, like a more honest criticism. As someone that spent some time in, in both France, living in Berlin, living in Paris, and London, what makes each of those cities special, um, um, and where do you where where do you prefer to live the most out of those those three? Like all these cities have a huge history of electronic music, but as I was saying earlier, like Paris have had this this big break at some point, and it's kind of like now this scene is not new, but like yeah, there was like a, a, a like a, a new start like in 2011, 2012. So in in that sense, it feels kind of young compared to Berlin and London, which has had like a more kind of steady uh, involvement over the, over the years. I don't know, they're, they're all really exciting in different ways. Like in in Berlin, obviously, like that's the, the most open one and that's one where everything goes and it's kind of, there's no limit and it's really cheap, it's really accessible. And uh, in that sense, it's the, it's the less like kind of gentrified one or it's the, it's the least uh, conceptualized ones. Because like coming from Berlin, going out in London now, like it's, it's very odd. Like I've been to a few clubs 
And I think I definitely prefer warehouse parties here than, than clubs because in the clubs it just feels really, um, uh, it's like a package, you know, it's like really, yeah. it's great. Like you, you, you buy a ticket, like organized fun. Yeah, exactly, it's organized fun, and then the, like there's no spontaneity, like you just you have to pay a ticket quite expensive. It's like going to a festival every time, you have to book your ticket like two weeks in advance. Uh, or one week in advance and, and if you decide to go on the night it's usually sold out or it's too yeah, expensive and it's got a clear start and end <clears throat> exactly and, and you go there and it's like finishes at five yeah. or six and the drinks are expensive and disgusting and it's like 90% guys <laughs> and and the sound systems are pretty bad like uh, I mean I've been to like the few clubs I've been to recently I'm not going to mention them but like, the, like I thought the, the, the sound was really disappointing but there, I mean, there's some, definitely some cool stuff happening, like South, for example, like the No Symbols party, or um, like some of the bodies that do the Rising Sun, or kind of like smaller promoter stuff like that. I'm really into it. Um, so in London, let's say that the standard is not really what I go for, but that's what allows better things to happen. And then in Berlin, it's it's. Uh, I mean, the standard is, 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 is pretty yeah, good. Yeah. But yeah, they're, they're all very exciting in different ways. Like I can't really can't really pick one. To be honest. Yeah, yeah. In terms of your shows that you've played over the last year, you've played in places like Concrete and Rex Club in Paris yep. uh, and Greifsmüller in Berlin. Uh, yep. Was there just like a standout show uh, from last year, a standout um, DJ set that you played? Um, the one that comes to mind now is the, the after party uh, that I played at, uh, in Cracker uh, during Unsound Festival. That was crazy. That was like one of the, one of the best after parties I've been to in years, I think. It's a party we put on with some friends and we all played together there and it was after the second night of the festival. And because they didn't have any official after parties that night, like basically everyone came. And it was in this uh, this like really nice, like kind of high ceiling place, which looked very similar to Panorama, but actually and we just covered the windows with uh, different colors. So it, it really looked like you were in some sort of weird, like psychedelic aquarium. And the sound was kind of shit, but <laughs> but loud enough, and uh, the atmosphere was just like nuts. Yeah, like the, it went on from six a.m. to six p.m. or something, and it, like there was no intervention from the police or anything. It was a really good vibe. Okay. That was a good one. <laughs> Sounds I mean, fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, just in terms of um, your own releases, what have you got coming up? Um, over the next year. Well, so the, so there's a track that came out on Banoffee Pies last week, and a new record that came out this week. So that's that's for the start of the year. And I've got some new material, uh, which might come out, but I can't really say on what. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's yeah, very, <laughs> very unsure, but like, yeah. And yeah, fingers crossed for that one. <laughs> uh, but otherwise, um, so no, we'll see. I'm not releasing any more on the label because all the next releases are planned for, for different artists already. So I won't be releasing on the label until next year or before that if we can manage to like, squeeze more. But I've definitely got lots of new material. It's just a bit, we'll see where, where it comes out. Yeah. Cool. Alright, well, thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me.
would inspire we look, we look beyond tomorrow.
You've been listening to The Silver Bear Show, hosted by us, Wayward. want to send out a special thanks to Tom Akami for the lovely mix and the interview. Catch us again next month. We'll be back with brand new music and another guest mix. 